Okay, it's official people. We are in the second half of 2022. How did that even happen? It doesn't feel that long ago since I was opening my Christmas presents. But here we are nonetheless. It is the second half of 2022. The start of quarter three. Yeah, July, August, September, quarter three. And I want to dedicate this episode to helping you plan your quarter three. Because a few of you that I've been chatting to over in the Instagram DMs, you've told me that you often feel like you're behind the curve when it comes to planning a new quarter. And by the time you've actually got the quarter planned, you're halfway through it. And so I thought if I dedicate an episode to helping you plan your quarter, talk you through some of the things, some of the questions that I ask myself in the business as I'm preparing to go into a new quarter, I thought that that might really, really help you. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market, and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income, and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. A good quarter always starts with reflection. Okay, so for me, looking forward always starts with looking backwards. Setting yourself up for a new quarter of success is best done once you've done some reflection, okay? So here are some of the questions that I would suggest that you sit down with a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, and ask yourself. First one, what went well last quarter, and why was that? What were the key reasons that it feels like this particular thing or list of things went well? Second question, What didn't go as well as you'd hoped? And why do you think that was? Now, this question is not to make you feel bad. It's not to make you sit and dwell on what didn't work out. It's just to focus your mind on what were the things that didn't go so well? And was there any pattern or thread or trend? Was there anything around those things that actually you can can recognise to draw a line under them, to learn from them, to make sure that you plan to avoid or mitigate them next time, yeah? So what were the things that didn't go as well as you'd hoped and why do you think that was? Next question would be, what parts of your sales and marketing strategy felt like you were able to give 100% of yourself and they felt flowy and fun? Because obviously we need to know what these things are so that we can do more of them. Because success most definitely is more likely to happen when you're feeling flowy, when you're having fun, when you're really enjoying the way that you show up and the way that you serve your audience. When things feel heavy and hard and difficult and the total opposite of fun, it's bound to mean that that isn't going to lead to results because it doesn't feel good. So we've got to create the opportunity and the space for ourselves to really have fun with our sales and marketing and to feel like we're giving the best of ourselves. Next question, what learnings, shifts and breakthroughs did you have last quarter? 
What were the things that really felt like you were leveling up? You were doing things different. You were breaking through your boundaries. You were tackling your limiting beliefs. You were overcoming challenges. Yeah, what learning shifts and breakthroughs did you have last quarter? And then the final question for reflection is, based on last quarter, what do you want to do more of and less of? So maybe write two or three things that you want to do more of, two or three things that you want to do less of. And just like zone in on those things and get clear and comfortable with those things. And when you've done that reflection, the notes that you've made through those reflective questions will really help you to set up your new quarter. So the seven parts to this, okay? I call this my new quarter success checklist. And this is something that I go through with my clients inside both of my group coaching programs and with my one-to-one clients. So if you're a student in my world, you will already have heard me talk to you about these things. But it's always good to get a refresher because, you know, sometimes things fade, don't they, in our minds. They do for me and I'm sure that they do for you too. So this is a good refresher and a good reminder for all of you. So step one on the checklist, set yourself an income goal. Be sure to factor in any costs, taxes or currency conversion. Okay, I had a client recently who charges in dollars like I do. And in her mind, when she was setting her income goal, she was setting it in the currency that she invoices in, that she charges in. And not really factoring out the fact that there is a currency conversion. So when the money actually hits our UK bank account, it isn't what you think it was on the day that you sold it. Okay, so remember to factor in any costs that you have in the business, any taxes that you know that you've got to pay or account for, and any currency conversion. Okay, set your income goal at the amount that allows for the cost in your business. If you add up the cost of team and subscriptions and all the little things that you know that you have to pay for in your business, make sure that you account for that when you set your income goal because your income doesn't pay your household bills. The profit does, yeah? The money that you're able to take from the business. So that's the key. The first first step is set an income goal that really means something to you because the numbers are real. The second thing on the checklist is to get really clear on why is that income goal, why is that number that you've set important to you? Now that might mean that you need to answer questions like what will that money buy you or enable for you, your family, your lifestyle, for travel, for your vision board, you know, what are the reasons why that income goal is important? Why is that special to you? Okay, it's a lot easier to hit an income goal that we feel really solidly aligned to. And we and that alignment, we need to get that alignment from asking ourselves this question. Why is that number important? Why is it significant? Or have you just plucked it out of the air? Now, I know some of you are probably smiling now when I say pluck it out of the air because every time I say that, I, I see the ladies in my group go, yep, that's me. I plucked it out of the air. You know, we work in a coaching industry where we hear 5K months, 10K launch. We hear these numbers thrown around. But you don't need to set a goal of 5K or 10K or 20K. You don't need to set that as your goal. 
it could be 5,675, yeah? If that's what the number means to you, if that's what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be these big, powerful numbers that we hear other people talk about. Okay, question three in the checklist. Which of your services or offers do you wanna sell in the quarter and in what quantities? So if you've got a one-to-one, how many people do you wanna sign up into your one-to-one? If you've got a group, how many members do you wanna enroll into your group? And work out from the price point of joining that group or buying that offer, what the detailed numbers are. So for example, if you know that you wanna sign three clients into your group coaching program every month and your group coaching program costs 3,000 pounds, then you know that that's a 9,000 pound target for that coaching program, okay? So if you sort of add up the three months in the quarter and the different offers that you've got, you know, what does that look like? Which of your services or offers do you wanna sell and in what quantities? So just get really clear, make yourself a list. One-to-one coaching, five clients, 10 grand. Group coaching, three clients, 15 grand. Yeah, like really just tighten up and make a really clear list. Then question four opens things up a little bit wider for you. What three projects are you gonna focus on in order to make those goals possible? Now this could be live launches and events that you wanna run. It could be funnels and lead magnets that you wanna create. It could be a social media launch where you're gonna take your warm audience on a journey with you into an offer that you wanna invite them to, okay? My advice, my recommendation for you is in any one quarter, you have three projects. You don't overload your diary with this week I'm gonna sell this and next week I'm gonna sell that and the week after I'm gonna sell the other. Because you will exhaust yourself and you will exhaust your audience. There needs to be value weeks factored in to your quarter. Okay, so what three projects are you gonna focus on in order to make this goal possible? Isn't it better to have less projects but do them far better and in far more detail with more preparation and better conversion rates than to have loads and loads of projects and to be running around feeling like your ass is on fire the whole time. You know, like nobody wants that, do they? You know, we wanna feel measured, controlled, strategic, successful, and therefore three projects is my recommendation for a quarter. Okay, where are we going next? Question number five is to now think about the quarter in three separate months. So for the income goal that you've set, how does the income spread over the quarter? Is it spread three months equally, or is there a peak in any one of the months? So this just simply looks like you writing down, you know, month one, month two, month three. If you've set yourself, let's say you've said, I wanna have a 20K quarter, Is it 10K in month one and five in each of the other? Is it just 20K divided by three? How does that actually look across the three months? Just so that you've got clarity of a target that means something, yeah, that you've thought that through. Question number six on the checklist. Now, this is taking you into a lot more detail. So this is staying high level. You need to stay high level for this map out the three projects that are gonna support you in achieving your income goal. For each of the three projects, here's the questions that I want you to be able to answer. What result are you providing? 
in these projects. So what result are you providing? List three to five benefits. Yeah, three to five benefits of achieving the result that particular project is going to be delivering for your client. What are the three to five benefits or results, you know, that fit under that question of what result are you providing? So it could be, for me, what result am I providing with my, say, Kickstart Your Sales Bootcamp? What is the result that I'm providing? I'm providing somebody with a strategy for hitting a 5K consistent month. I'm providing somebody with a day-to-day sales plan. I'm providing somebody with insight around how to create an offer that sells, okay? So what are the benefits? Question two, this is sort of part of question six. So step two in question six, who specifically is the project for? So I'm calling it a project. It could be a launch, it could be a funnel, yeah? Who specifically is it for? List out three to five of their pain points. How are they feeling right now? Why is it that you believe these people need what it is that you're going to invite them to? Yeah, the project, the funnel, the the launch. Part three of this question, which of your services will you be selling within this project? Yeah, funnel, launch, and at what price? So let's say you're planning a masterclass launch. Which of your services will you be inviting them to buy at the end and at what price point? Or is it that you're not inviting them to buy, you're inviting them to book a call? Or is it that you're inviting them to apply to work with you? Yeah, get clear. What are you actually going to be inviting your audience to do at the end of the project, funnel, launch, whatever that is, okay? Part four of this question is, can you think up some ideas around the title and the strap line for this project, launch, or funnel? Like, what is it? In its very essence, without being fancy, yeah, without coming up with lots of clever copywriting, just write down in its purest, simplest form, what is it? What is this thing? What is this project? And what is the strap line that might go with it? So for example, take one of my masterclasses, 30K in 30 days. The strap line is, Here's the exact same strategies that I use to start my coaching business, sign my first nine clients and bank 30K in 30 days. So that's the strap line. That's exactly what it is. But the title is 30K in 30 days. Okay. so what is your title and strap line for each project? How many people do you want to attract for each project? How will you nurture and build trust for each project? And what conversion rate are you planning for for each project? So you might know that when you do a masterclass, you've got a 15% conversion rate. You might know that when you do a challenge, though, you get a 20% conversion rate. So what conversion rate are you planning for each of those projects? And then the final step, step seven, is to input all of these goals and the three projects into the sales sprint roadmap. Now, Unfortunately, I can't show you a spreadsheet through a podcast. This is the roadmap document that I use in my business and I give it to clients too. It's a 12-week document allowing you to plan in detail what your quarter looks like, making your goals much, much easier to achieve. Now, if you want to get a look at this sales sprint roadmap, you're more than welcome to DM me over on Instagram. If you want to introduce 
a sales sprint 12-week roadmap into your business to help you create more success, please just DM me and just say, Rach, I heard you talking in the podcast about the sales sprint roadmap. I'd love to have a look at that, please. And of course, I will share it with you. Okay, so that is this episode done. I hope I hope that if you were struggling to plan your quarter three, I hope that this has helped you to get some clarity, to get some new ideas, to get some structure into the way that you plan your quarter. So go and be amazing. Have an amazing quarter three. I would love you to DM me your goal for the quarter. Like, what is it? How big is it? How exciting is it? Because I love to hear that. You know, I find that so motivating, so inspiring when you share your goals with me. So let me know, what is it that you want to create in quarter three that will take you to the next level in your business? I'll see you in the next episode, Superstars. Thank you as ever for being here. If you think that this episode could help anybody in your network, please do share it. And I'll see you next time. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.